Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. We are called to be the light of God, and we cannot be the light of God if we don't have His Spirit in us. So what spirits are crawling around in us? When was the last time you went to confession? I'm asking because I'm asking myself. You know that I bring things up all the time that might be in my life or in other people's lives that I am in touch with. So yesterday I was speaking with a man who I've become friends with. It was so funny. He just happened to ask one day after mass, hey, you kind of look like that chick from Queen of Peace Media and that Countdown to the Kingdom. And I'm like, I'm not part of Countdown to the Kingdom. <laughs> yes, I am that person. And we struck up a friendship. Great guy. He actually runs That Man Is You, which is a program that men can start in their own parishes. It's Super early on a Saturday morning, I think you get together from like 6 o'clock till 7 o'clock, you get on with your way, but you get men that help men on the journey. I think it's wonderful. And we were talking about confession. How so many of, you, so many of us think we don't need confession but a couple times a year. Maybe even that one required time during Lent. How in the world do you remember everything you did? I'm going on two weeks. This is long for me. And it's not easy. It's not like I love going. I mean, I do, but it's still hard. It still takes that humility and it's still embarrassing. It's not something that gets easier. It is a beautiful experience, though. I love coming out of there. <laughs> There's nothing quite cooler than coming out of confession or reconciliation, as I call it. Eyelash to eyelash with God. Remember the little word cilia in reconciliation. Okay, so let's read what Ephesians says. 4, 32, 5, 8. Brothers and sisters, be kind to one another. Compassionate. Forgiving one another as God has forgiven you in Christ. Be imitators of God as beloved children and live in love as Christ loved us and handed himself over for us as a sacrificial offering to God for a fragrant aroma. Immorality or any impurity or greed must not even be mentioned among you as is fitting among holy ones. No obscenity or silly or suggestive talk, which is out of place, but instead Thanksgiving. Be sure of this, 
that no immoral, impure, or greedy person, that is, an idolater, has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. Let no one deceive you with empty arguments, for because of these things, the wrath of God is coming upon the disobedient. So do not be associated with them, for you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Live as children of light. How beautiful. The responsorial psalm, behave like God as his very dear children. Hello. Your word, O Lord, is truth. Consecrate us in the truth. Beautiful. Okay, so there are also spirits that keep us from God. When I'm saying, are you right with God? I'm asking, do you have his spirit in you? Or do you have some evil spirits in you? We talked about the past few days, spirits, how they attacked us, how they attack us, possession, obsession, and oppression. Obsession is in your mind, in your body, within like kind of you. It's attacking you internally, if you will. Oppression is attacking outside of you. Can be physical, can be physical attacks on you, physical objects, or just messing with things around you, like relationships, like your finances, and other things that come in contact with you. Your your sphere of influence, if you will. And I mentioned, rarely is anyone possessed, but confession is better than an exorcism. Exorcisms are sacramentals, not sacraments. There's a huge difference. Sacraments are there to heal us, to sanctify us. That's where we have reconciliation. That's where we have the sacrament of marriage. We have the sacrament of holy orders, baptism, etc. Sacramentals are items or things or devotions or prayers or exorcisms that are in addition to the sacraments that help remind us of God in our life and the power of God in our life. So holy water, crucifixes, rosaries, holy salt, holy oil, You can have blessed items. They're all sacramentals. And believe it or not, an exorcism, even though conducted by a priest at a certain level who needs holy orders, there's a certain, (laughs) it's a very high level sacramental, but it's not as powerful as reconciliation. So get your tails into confession. So important. And anyone who's out there who is running a that man is you thing, I would be more than happy to come talk to your people. Talk to your men about what women need in male spirituality. We need strong, manly men to carry rosaries, to pray, to get on their knees, to to go to confession, to speak about moral stuff, to stand up when someone's dressing slutty. 
excuse me, that would be my dad. I'll never forget the first time he said something to me, and that was the only time he mentioned anything about my dress because I had cut some jeans into a pair of jean shorts, and I think one of my cheeks was hanging out, and I certainly didn't have the body to be wearing that either. And he said, what are you wearing? I said, some jean cutoffs. He goes, oh, no, you're not. Get back up there and change. You're half your butt cheeks hanging out of that. Well, I wasn't happy. I was pretty happy that he said something, that he cared enough. You might be surprised, men, what you say to young women, whether they're your daughters or not. It matters. You can have a huge impact on someone who's not your kid. Trust me, many men have. I wish I can get into it, but I'm going to get into this other stuff. So we're going to talk about next on this lovely Journey of Spirits, Deliverance Prayers for Use by the Laity by Census Traditionis Press. That's Father Ripperger being one of those people. Okay, we're going to talk about false religion and philosophies. You know, we just prayed to the Holy Spirit at the Alleluia to lead us to all truth. Do you know how many different religions and philosophies are out there that take us away from Jesus in the Eucharist, in the Catholic Church, in the Catholic Mass? So, so, so many. False religions and philosophies, Jehovah Witness, Christian cults, Christian science, Scientology, Eastern religion, Zen, Buddhism, Ancestor worship, Taoism, Islam, karate, martial arts, yoga, mind sense, paganism, pantheism, druid, Celtic or Celtic, don't know how to say that one. I will look that up one day. Baha'i, B-A-H-A-I, heathen worship, lodges, Masonic, Renew 2000, Future Church, Protestantism, Schism, Mormonism, Rainbow Girls, Rosicrucians, R-O-S-I-C-R-U-C-I-A-N-S, Moonies, Unity Churches, Secret Societies, New Age, New Age Religions, Social Agencies, Freemasonry, Indian Religions, Socialism, Communism, New Age, Quakers, Shakers, Native American Spirituality, Indian Powwow, Shamanism, Hinduism, Atheism, Agnosticism, Heresy, Anti-Clericism, Mafia, Nationalism, Nazism. So Nationalism-Nazism, Nazism. <laughs> that's a tough one those are together that's a lot everyone if you see yoga martial arts these are actual false religions and philosophies they're more than just exercise for the body be careful okay next again this isn't Kendra saying this this is Real live priests who know what the heck they're talking about. Abandonment, 
excuse me, abandonment of religious practices, minimalization of sin. All right, I'm stopping right there. How many of us minimalize the sin that we do? Oh, well, I'm not murdering anyone. It's not that big of a deal. I actually had a guy come up to me in the very beginning of my ministry. I was at the cathedral, the Rockford Diocese. He was a very unique dude. I noticed him from the very beginning of the service. And then I stayed after to speak to the people at mass because I was talking there. And he came up to me after my little talk and he said, he said in, in such confidence, but almost in a very evil demeanor, he said this. There are no such thing as mortal sins. The only thing you have to worry about is if you've been murdered, if you've murdered someone, if you've been murdered, if you've murdered someone. I was shocked. Shocked. Really? Do you think that's all God calls us to? Don't murder someone? Come on. Over and over and over again, it's all about love. It's respect. It's about morality. It's about don't do these things. And they list many, many, many off. One of them, yes, is murder. But let not, let's not be foolish. Let's go cast out that spirit of minimalization of sin, shall we? Let's keep going. Spiritual pride. How many of you think you know everything about your faith? Or that you don't need to hear anything about any other faith. Maybe you should learn about other faiths so you know how silly they are in comparison. Or that you can challenge or know about these other religions or other practices, if you will. So that you know the differences. But be careful because they may try to suck you in. I almost got pulled into the new age. Trust me, it's not difficult to do. Okay, I'm going back. Minimalization of sin, spiritual pride, abandonment of vows. There are people out there who have taken religious vows that have abandoned them. Abandonment of vocation, same thing. Antichrist spirit, religious errors, apostasy, doubters of the true faith. Minimalization of sin. Again, that's funny. That's twice. <laughs> I think... The authors wanted us to see that twice. Janism, Puritanism, spiritual gluttony, spiritual wrath aimed at God, spiritual envy of the gifts of others. That I know runs rampant. I know a lot of people who I speak to are like, I've never had a supernatural experience. I don't have what you've had and might even be envious or jealous about it. So now we know there's a spirit associated with that. All of these are spirits. These aren't like just labels. These are spirits. These we can cast out. Okay, those against the spiritual life. These are spirits against the spiritual life. Spiritual sloth. Oh, how many of you out there are such lazy spiritual people? Myself included. We'd rather do what we would rather do than to painstakingly learn how to pray, how to be quiet, how to not have constant entertainment in front of our face. We choose not to love God. We consciously make a choice not to pray. Can you imagine how God feels? 
I'm not making you feel guilty. I'm saying it to myself. And I'm saying it to myself in a way that hopefully all of us can relate to. In a truthful way. Hey, you're a sloth. You are a lazy spiritual person, period. Sadness of the things of God, sacrilege, sins against vows, scrupulosity, fear of vocation, abandonment of promises, feminism, liberalism, hatred of the Catholic Church, fascism, racism, Marxism, blasphemy, apostasy, contempt for God, sacrilege of priestly sacred character, and the occult. Since we're running out of time, I'm going to ask you to go back and listen to those. Grab your pen. If you haven't been to confession, are any of these keeping you from confession? I bet you minimalization of sin sure is. And it could be your own pride. I mentioned it before. It's I should mention it every single time I do a podcast. We must confess pride. Pride is such a small word, but it is such a dirty word. There's not a soul in heaven that has an ounce of humility. Oops, an ounce of pride. <laughs> There's not a soul in hell that has an ounce of humility. Pride and humility. We need to seek humility all the time. Pray for it. Exercise it. By giving ourselves to God, by showing God, we don't know what the heck we're doing. This life isn't ours, it's yours, and we don't know how to live it if we don't pray, if we don't sit with you and learn how to hear your voice. Learn who God is, not learn prayers. That's not what praying is. It's speaking to God. It is looking at his word and allowing him to speak to us because the word isn't a book. It's a God living words. He's speaking directly to us. There's no question about it. So what, <clears throat> excuse me, I have been putting myself on mute. It's been a, I've had a lot of milk in my coffee. I think that does not help my morning Blah, whatever I've got. By the afternoon, I'm fine. Just morning Google Gaga in my mouth, <laughs> in my throat. It's really kind of gross. Okay, so we went through <clears throat> A, that we're supposed to be different. Again, excuse me. B, that there are false religions and philosophies pulling us away from God. There are abandonment of religious practices that we have attacking us so that we don't go to mass every day, so that we don't go to confession once a week so that we don't pray, so that we don't do the things that we know, so that we don't pray the rosary. Those things against the spiritual life. There are spirits against the spiritual life. They do not want you to get close to God. They want you to get close to something else. Feminism, liberalism, hatred of the Catholic Church. There is a spirit called hatred of the Catholic Church. Fascism, racism. Racism, hello, hello, that is evil. There is an evil spirit out there. Marxism, contempt for God, the occult. Oh, let's be aware 
aware of things that take us away from God, push us away from God, pull us away from God, lie to us about God. And let's also remember the most important thing in the fight is reconciliation when it comes to these evil spirits that pull us down. Because guess what? When they pull us down, we invite them in. I'm going to tempt you to watch this pornography. Boom. You watch the pornography. You opened up all these doors and windows for those jags to live inside your body, live inside your mind, live inside your soul. Deaden your connection with God. Muffle the spirit, the joy, the voice, the peace of God. And if you right now are feeling a little bit uncomfortable about the fact that you haven't been to confession in a while, I would also take the spirit of presumption with you. Because all too many of us presume we're going to be able to get there before we die. So we take full advantage. And we take for granted this beautiful sacrament because I'll get there when I get there. What happens if you don't? Oh, God will be merciful enough. You really want to spend all that time in purgatory? We're supposed to be working out our salvation here on earth, and I would rather do it now than in the, you know, in purgatory knowing I'm that close and I can't get there, and it's painful. You're fire. You're being cleansed by fire. I think I'd rather do as much as I can to be a good holy person here on earth. I don't know about you. Okay, let's have a brief prayer in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit. Oh, fill our hearts with truth. Gosh, we lie to ourselves all the time, Lord. Look at all the spirits that lie for us too, who bring us into deceptive religions, philosophies, practices, who lie to us and make us think, come on, you're not that bad. We just heard it in the readings this past Sunday. The Pharisees who prayed and said, oh, Lord, thank you for not making me like these people. These sinners who do these things. I'm so glad that I fast twice a week and I come here and I give tithe based on my entire annual amount of my income. Talk about a prideful prayer, Lord. We want to be like that tax collector. Not even going in to the temple, but staying on the outside, looking down at our feet, knowing how sinful we are. Knowing that we're not even worthy of a look or a glance from you. but that we know that you love us. We know that you forgive us. We know that there is such love and mercy waiting in reconciliation. And we ask that you put that conviction in our hearts 
We know it's you, Lord, when we are convicted to do good, to do what is holy, to do what is right. Convict us today, Lord. Go to confession. Put it on our hearts. Frequent confession. Work out our salvation here on earth, not in purgatory. For many reasons, mainly for those around us to see the witness in which we are displaying. You told us today in the readings to be light. We were once of darkness. Now we are children of light. Go be light. So we ask today, you shine the light of truth in our hearts. You help us act on that truth. That we decide to love you. And that we move forward in our relationship with you no matter what that means in our own lives. And help us embrace all of the sacraments of the church. To come see Jesus more in the Eucharist. To receive Jesus more in the Eucharist. And you in reconciliation. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now go get out there. Go find confession, go be light, open your heart, pray a new way, dance around. Ask the Lord to fill you so that you can be different. So that people can look at you and say, what is going on with that person? It's not like them. That's what God wants from us. So let's go do it. We're called. And we can do it with him. We can do anything with him. Remember. All right, everyone. I love you all so much. Get closer to God, y'all. I'm saying it because I love you. And I want it for you. Find something more with him. Have a blessed and inspired day.